This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate. Then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com and join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. everybody happy monday to you all i hope this week is bright and shiny for you a lot of things to be excited about right um i hope for you whatever it is um there's probably definitely something to be excited about i new episode of the bachelor yeah i mean that's exciting lauren zima is here to recap the bachelor with us you guys know we all love lauren uh i I like calling her chris harrison she chris is her what would make her anyways she's dating chris harrison if you haven't noticed. she wanted to be called chris harrison's lover wasn't it didn't she like well, the no, word lover i said that i don't know i actually don't know if she <laughs> likes it I, I i almost got to the point where like is it am i like is that annoying you i don't know but she is here helping us break down the, the bachelors we'll be dropping that episode tonight recapping uh matt's season uh also we have a fantastic episode for you on wednesday ricky williams is here now, I don't know if a lot of you know who Ricky Williams is. He's a legend if you watch football, if you're a fan of sports. So some of you obviously will know who he is. Some of you who don't, you're still going to want to tune in. Ricky is an expert in astrology. He's been studying it. It's a, a passion of his, and we have a, a, a great conversation. Uh, we talk a little bit of football, of his background. He has a fantastic story. He's just very open and honest about his life and just... Uh, a, a lot about, you know, just e- even in his football career, it's fascinating, uh, his perspective on life. And I think we can all uh, learn from a, a lot of his thoughts that he had. And then uh, we obviously get into some uh, a lot of astrology, which is uh, I have a whole new appreciation for astrology, especially as it relates to relationships, both uh, romantic or professional or, or, or whatever, any relationship you have. So be sure to check that out. You will definitely love it and not want to miss that. Uh, and uh, we have a great episode for you today, so uh, uh, let's not waste too much time before we get to uh, our callers, other than to remind you, if you have a problem with your life, we would like to solve it. <laughs> uh, sending your questions at asknickacastmedia.com, cast with a K, merch, yeah, if you have a, um, some, someone's listening, someone is listening, and their friend won't shut up about some guy they won't get over or some toxic boyfriend. And I got to tell you, we have a t-shirt. You should probably buy them so that they can look at themselves in the mirror and move on. So check it out. (laughs) Wildfiles.com. Check out some merch, support the show uh, and uh, stay warm. It's winter. We've got some nice hoodies. It's very fast. It's winter. Wasn't it like 90 degrees in LA the other day? We got beanies. Well, you know, there are other people 
I, I worry about my middle America folks, you know, my Midwestern <laughs> friends. And even in, even, yeah. even in the South this time of year, it's unseasonably cold, you know, because even in L.A., like winter, I, I thought everyone was soft, but now I'm soft. Everyone now, is soft. It thins your blood. It thins your blood. It does. It's like 60 degrees and everyone's in a puffy coat. It's <laughs> yeah. when I turn on my hot tub and watch a movie outside of the projector. I mean, whatever, you know. No big oh, deal. hey. Um, all right. Well, shut up. Uh, we got some great callers today. Uh, can't thank our, our callers enough as always. Um, and, uh, we always thank you guys for listening and we got a great week for you. So we will see you every goddamn day. Well, just three, Yeah. but there's probably some episodes you haven't listened to. So tell your friends. Yeah. You can listen to something old on Thursday and Friday. Also, I can't thank you guys enough for the people who constantly, uh, promote our show on your social. It is uh, so meaningful. Can't thank you enough. So if you guys want to do that, it really it really warms my heart. If that will make you do it, <laughs> it does every time. And I and I I stalk your guys' pages. I do. I'm looking at you. That's so. getting creepy. <laughs> All right. What's your time with me? Let's ask Nick your sexy questions. How's it going? I'm great. This is Sam and I am 22. Hi, Sam. How can I help? So uh, I have been in a relationship for almost two years now with my current boyfriend and something happened a couple weeks ago and I just wanted to get a guy's perspective on that. So um, we went on a three-day trip over... um, to an area we stayed in a hotel followed all covid safety things and the first night was great um we had sex at night second night was great we had sex during the day and for dinner um we had dinner that night and after that we were kind of like chucky feely in bed but we didn't do anything because we were so stuffed um on the third day that was the day that we had to check out of the hotel and So it was the morning. We were getting kind of touchy-feely in the morning, but we didn't do anything because I was about to go down on him, but he stopped me because he said um, that his balls were sore, which I was like, okay, whatever, that's fine. Let's just go on with our morning. So I was starting to pack my bag, and he said that he was going to go take a shower So sometimes we'll like shower together and it's just kind of fun. So I opened the bathroom door and there my boyfriend is sitting on the toilet jerking off, which was weird to walk into because he said that he was sore. So, and he was looking at his phone. He said that he was watching porn, but I obviously have all types of crazy assumptions when that's what I walk into and didn't expect to see. But you, you, so, don't, you don't know that he wasn't watching porn. I, I don't know. You don't know what he was what watching. He was watching. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. And your question is, what, is that normal? Should you so freak out? My, my question kind of is... How old is he? We kind of talked it out. We're both 22. Okay. So after that, we both kind of talked it out, and he said that that his balls like kind of hurt when we do certain positions and get kind of sore if we have sex a lot. So he said that that's kind of what happened. And I was, I was okay with that. I was like, okay, that, that I guess makes sense. 
Um, I don't really technically understand, but I guess. And I haven't brought it up ever since then. He was really like apologetic and I support like masturbating and stuff and everything I do, it, he does it. But it was just kind of weird because we like, why would he feel the need to while we're on vacation when I was trying to do stuff with him in the morning? So it's kind of like my main question is, should I be concerned? I don't want to bring it up again, but for this situation, if this is an isolated situation, I don't think it's the biggest red flag. I, I, I think sometimes uh, there's an unfair expectation on, on guys to, you know, always want to have sex and perform sex. And I understand like he's still masturbated, but like I'm pretty sure women feel the same way that masturbating is different than sex. I'm not saying it's better or worse. I'm simply saying it's different. And usually things that are different sometimes, and if you if, if you have two different things in life that you in both enjoy, sometimes you want one over the other at various times, right? Yeah. So that, that's the same. It's, just, it's not the same. I understand the end result is hopefully the same as you get off, but it's just different, you know? Um, bad timing on his part. He probably could have just not done it in the bathroom on a weekend getaway. Like that's that was stupid for him. You know, he put himself in a bad position per se. But I think if that's an isolated incident, I don't think it's a huge deal. Uh, yes, the, it's an unfair assumption that guys like every position in every way and they'll always be ready to have sex. Guys can chafe. They can get sore and uncomfortable and maybe he is horned up from the weekend of just like having a, like a sex weekend, but just so he just wants to like get that out of his system, but he just didn't want to have un, you know sex again. So I think it's good that you guys started talking about what he likes and doesn't like. And I think it's good. And it sounds like maybe you did to like not make him feel judged or bad that he likes certain things and doesn't, you mm -hmm. know, that thing that young couples should do mm -hmm. that. Just be like, great. All right. Well, what do you like that we do? And what do you not like that we do when I go down on you? do what is it good could i do things differently and vice versa i mean he should be asking you the same questions when hopefully he's reciprocating the things that you're doing for him you know that that's what leads to good sex between a couple is this is kind of having this open communication and don't make him feel like he has to sneak off and jerk off and uh, and don't shame him for jerking off you know it was just a dumb yeah, thing for him yeah. to do and it, like really i mean well, you want to jerk off but like you know well, if you are looking for new ways to exercise to meet your fitness goals, we got a solution for you. Beachbody, that's right. They got a very fun app out there with a bunch of new classes, workouts, trainers, brought to you by the same people who uh, made P90X, Insanity, and 28 Day Fix. Check out some of the new programs that Beachbody has, like Muscle Burns Fat and 80 Day Obsession. The best trainers to help you get motivated celebrity trainers like Tony Horton, Joel Freeman, and Autumn Calabrese. Uh, the best programs. Beachbody is ideal for all fitness levels, including bodybuilding, weight training, cardio, yoga. They even have workout calendars and progress trackers. They've trained millions of people. 2021 is behind us. It's a new year, which means it's time to meet those goals that you've been talking about. To get a special free trial, no obligation membership, text V-I-A-L-L to 303030. That is 30. 3030, you'll get full access to their entire platform, all the workouts, nutrition information, and support absolutely free. Just text V-I-A-L-L -L to 303030. 30, 30.
It's sexy time, and I don't mean me. That's right, your favorite erotic audio message, Dipsy, is here to meet your needs. So many New Year's resolutions are about doing less of something. Why not give yourself more? That's right, more pleasure. More time to connect with yourself and your body. Get in the habit with Dipsy. Need to unwind after a long day of Zoom calls? Well, look yes. no further than Dipsy. Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on. Each Dipsy story features characters that feel like real people and immersive <laughs> scenarios, so you feel like you're in it. New releases, new stories every week, so there's always more to enjoy, no matter who you are or what turns you on. And for all our listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That's a 30-day free trial when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Dipsystories.com slash V-I-A-L-L. I would say that we, we have really good communication when it comes to stuff like this, but ever since then, I have, because that was the first time I've ever walked in on him masturbating, and so... I kind of brought up the topic that I think it would be kind of fun for us to do together. Okay. I think that would be fun, but I brought it up the other day and he got really awkward about it. And then um, was like, I don't do it that much. And it was just kind of weird. Is there like, do you have any tips on how to bring that up? or how to make him feel comfortable because well, i would say that i'm the more open comfortable okay. person but he feels he openly told me that he feels really embarrassed about that so well, there's your answer and that yeah. could be very much true right there's a lot of people who aren't you know who are very good at shaming other people for their sexual preferences and you know kink shame and things like that and even for like this is not even that kinky at all uh, yeah, exactly. but you guys are young. I don't know his background or his family upbringing and things like that. Or just, you know, maybe you're just a generally a more sexual person than he is. It's entirely possible. Yeah. Like not every guy is a super hornball. You know, there are plenty of women who are more sexually advanced and more into sex than guys out there. I don't know. Yeah. You're, you know, so what you could do is just always make him feel like he's not really doing anything wrong unless he's actually doing wrong. But jerking off is there's nothing wrong with it. You know, mm -hmm. and so he just has to feel comfortable with it. I think the important thing to do in the immediate when you suggest something that makes him uncomfortable is not to push. I wouldn't push for this whole like, you know, let's masturbate together thing. You've mentioned okay. it to him. You let him know that you're into it. But right now, in general, you should you should table that because it makes him uncomfortable. And if it ever comes up, just be like, make him feel like jerking off is a totally normal thing that you're totally fine with okay. and you get it and you're not worried about it. I mean, listen, tiniest of red flag, I guess, if all of a sudden you start noticing he's jerking off on a more frequent basis rather than having sex with you and all of a sudden he's obsessed with porn and like, yeah, then maybe, maybe that's like, what's why is that happening? But as long as you still are having sex on a somewhat regular basis and he wants to do his thing whenever, then that's a re totally healthy situation, especially for someone like yourself who's kind of open to exploring different kind of sexual tastes and, you know, things that you guys are into as a couple. Mm -hmm. But I would definitely back off 
on this specific quest that you have and don't leave. Well, just because you think it's, it's normal and okay, doesn't mean you're wrong and it doesn't make him wrong for making, making him feel uncomfortable. All right. Yeah. So that's really helpful. Table that for now and just be, don't be afraid to suggest new things. Um, And then like in a non-sexual situation, just, you know, keep talking about sex, make it a normal part of your relationship that you guys openly talk about sex. You know, and when you and he doesn't like something that you do, don't get defensive and don't be like, well, that's weird that you don't like it. You know, none of that that is going to get you to to a common ground, you know. So with all things that are generally normal, like different kinks that people are into, it's all okay. But you both have the right to not be into things and to be into things. And you guys have to just find the common ground and then make each other feel comfortable with exploring new ideas and and new kinks. And see if you guys can land on some things that you both like. But he probably feels guilty. He probably feels a little embarrassed that you caught him. And he felt, you know, maybe just some self-emasculation on his part. And, you know, there's a lot of stereotypes that kind of go into, you know, him feeling that way because you caught him. And, you know, you know, and I've dated girls who definitely, like, made me feel bad for doing that, you know, and did some pretty fucked up things of like listening and banging down the, like it's kind of fucked up, but people oh. do it. So um, don't be like that. Yeah. It was, it was just kind of a, a really awkward situation. I was just kind of thrown into shock for a second because yeah, it's okay. It's new, yeah. <laughs> but try to normalize the fact that you guys masturbate and you're sex positive and you don't judge each other or make each other feel weird for liking things or disliking things. Okay. And um, one last thing that I think is kind of random, but do you guys have any tips for like introducing toys into the bedroom? I've kind of briefly mentioned it and he said that it could be cool, but I think he's also kind of hesitant, which is totally fine. But um, so he's open to it. You guys have any like slow your roll? Like, I mean, listen, yeah. it's one thing I think all men should understand is that toys are not a, a reflection of his performance or the size of his dick or his ability. It's like it's mm-hmm. it's it's something that can add to the experience, you know, and so yeah. make him feel like that. Um, there's plenty of literature out there and 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 opinions from women and maybe some men out there of how that could be a good thing. But don't. With all these things, just don't cram it down his throat, you know? It's good that he's open to it. So just okay. yeah. feel him out, touch and go, you know, play around with it. I'd like to try it, you know, make him feel confident, make him feel desired that you still you still <laughs> need him kind of thing. You know, everyone, you know, men and women both like to feel needed in the bedroom. So just make sure he still feels needed. You're going to have to stroke his ego a little bit, you know, stuff like that. But uh, take your time. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Right. I'll slow slow my roll with that, but I appreciate it. All right. Yeah, it all sounds like positive things in a in a young couple and I think uh, it's all all pretty good stuff. Nothing really to worry about worry about. <laughs> all right. All right. Thank you so much. All right, have a good one. Very helpful. Yep, yeah, bye-bye. Bye. How's it going? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. What's your name? I'm Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. How old are you? I had to think about that. <laughs> 25. 25. Great. How can I help? Well, I have been Snapchatting my ex's college roommate. Okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> like, how do I phrase that correctly? But yeah, my ex's college roommate. And I don't know how, like, what, like, what is his intention? And I don't. Well, uh, 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 what are your intentions? <sighs> my intentions are, I, well, first of all, I, I'm in nursing school, so. Okay. I don't have time to like play games. I, I don't really like sure aim. <laughs> I mean, I do a little bit. I like to like. All right, but let's let's pause on there. Just answer my question. What? Okay. Are what are what are your intentions and hopes with this guy you're Snapchatting with? What do you want? Just simple answer. Anyone, guy, in the, I mean, you follow me in an elevator. I'm like, hey, you're Snapchatting with someone. I don't care who they are. What would you like? Best case scenario from him. I mean, I want to hang out with him and get to know him as a person. Great. I haven't seen right. him so in now three you, years. Now you know what you want. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So, and you're confused by what he wants. Yes. Based off of what? That you're just like sending nudes at the moment? Well, okay. I haven't gotten like nudes from him, but he's texted me le or Snapchat. It's so annoying. That's Snapchat. Sorry. But it is like... He'll tell me he's had, like, dreams about me, like, coming into his room and, like, stupid stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, like, I see where this is going and, like, I know that you think I'm attractive. Like, I get it, but can, like, stop Snapchatting me and text me. You have my have, number have and you, you have that for him? the last six years. Yeah, I'm really blunt. Like You are. And what I'm, does he say? And he's like, I'm scared you're going to share it with people. And I'm like, who am I going to share, share what? it with? What are you what are you snapchatting? I would never send anything to him that I don't over text message. I'm not I'm really blunt and I'm really open and I'm just a really forward person. Um but like he will like say explicit things to me and I'm like okay, I see where this is going. So hold like, on, let me ask you this. When this so you're you're sexting on Snapchat, right? Is that yeah, so yeah. so so everyone understands. Yeah. Are 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 you okay with this? Do you like it? Are or is it unsolicited? Like what's going on here? I mean, sometimes I'll play into it. Like, I mean, we're all human and we'll all play into it sometimes. Do you like it? Or do you think I it's mean, premature? He's, a, he's an attractive guy. I've known him for <laughs> I don't care if he's an attractive guy. Forever. Do you like him? <laughs> do you like him sexting you at all? I mean, yeah. You do like it. Okay. But I it's unclear, want it to be honestly. more it's, than that. You do? No, okay. but I want it to be more than that. Like, so Do you think it's premature? I yeah. I want it to be more than just like me being some fun thing on the side. Like I want to hang out with him and I want to get to know him more than just sex. Like <laughs> I am not somebody who's just going to sex somebody. Like I'm going to be in a, re yeah. like, a relationship That's with normal. somebody. Have you said to him that you'd like to – have you met up with him yet? No. Have you said that you'd like to? Yeah. And he said what? Okay, so I would be like, hey, what are you doing tonight? And he'd be like, eating. And I'd be like, okay. Like, I think it's weird that we haven't seen each other in two and a half years, three years. And he's like, why do you think that's weird? And I'm like, because friends see each other? Like, I'm okay. not really sure so that's like, why that's weird. You're not as direct as you think you are. That's, okay, but I'm also that's a little. Like, so, I like saying, to be. It's a little passive aggressive because you didn't yeah, say yeah. I'd like to hang out with you. We should hang out. You said yeah. what you're doing is weird. So instead of instead of him being like, well, then let's hang out. You 
indirectly and passively kind of criticized him or the both of you together. Like best case yeah. scenario, you guys can you you criticize the group, and that is you guys are fucking weird for sexting and not meeting yes. out. And I'm not necessarily disagreeing yeah. with you, but that's just what you said. You you critiqued the interaction you guys are having, made him feel defensive, and then he responded to the criticism rather than the actual date idea. Nothing makes you feel better than looking in the mirror and seeing clear skin, but it doesn't come easy for all of us. But the good news is, is there a solution out there for everyone? So whatever your skin looks like or whatever it is, you can make improvements on it if you want to, and Proactive is making that possible. Proactive acne treatment systems have clinically proven ingredients to clear skin, and their dermatologist tested to be gentle. There's a proactive for you. Dermatologist tested proactive has three different acne fighting systems designed for your skin type. Well, I've used proactive. I've used it a lot and I used it when I was growing up and I was a teenager and I use it as an adult and it really does work and it keeps your skin nice and clean and fresh. So I tell you what, I had staring at Nicholas. I had you can acne, feel better about yourself. I had acne as a kid and I wish my parents brought my proactive then and they yeah. didn't. And it took longer than it needed to to get better. See? And but probably scarred me somewhere. I'm not sure where. And I probably have some resentment towards my parents. So all the parents out there listening, if you don't want your kids to resent you, just get them fucking proactive. There you go. Right now is a great time to try proactive for our podcast listeners. You can get a special limited time offer by going to proactive.com slash V I A L L subscribe today and you will receive proactive's hydrating duo as a free gift that includes four hydrogel masks and a green tea moisturizer. Best of all, you'll get free shipping. Again, visit Proactive.com slash V-I-A-L-L to take advantage of this special offer now. That's Proactive.com slash V-I-A-L-L and subscribe to Consistently Clear Skin. Well, ladies who uh, want to get married, and I am sure there are a few of you listening, I, I'll tell you what, there's a <laughs> lot of things to argue about when you are planning your wedding. So let's avoid that. And and one thing I'm talking about is the selection of his ring, the, the wedding band, and... <laughs> You know, I know you you women have been, you know, focused on on, on the engagement ring. Of probably. Course we are. I don't know. He may or may not give a shit, but he still is going to care and 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 if you want to make that purchase experience really fun and really exciting for him, Manly Bands is here to save the day. You don't have to take my word for it. You just have to take Chris Harrison's word for it. He has his own <laughs> line of Manly Bands. Anything he says goes, it's fine. I have a Manly Band Wedding ring. I am not married, but it is a really cool ring. I got to say, if I ever uh, get married, I would totally wear this as a band. It's, Are it, they comfortable? It's very comfortable. Mine's made of tungsten. It does, in fact, look manly, but also not uh, to the point where I'm, I'm trying to overcompensate or anything. It's yeah. just like a nice, simple ring. It feels sturdy. I tell you what was simple, si super easy is sizing the right size for me. They, they sent me a sizer. I They came with like literally hundreds of different ring sizes. I tried them on, found mine. I'm a 10 for all of you guys who care. And I said, I'm a 10. And they sent me a, a 10. And the style that I wanted fits perfectly. It's amazing. Once you've selected your band, Manly Bands offers free shipping worldwide, a 30-day exchange policy, and a free warranty. That's amazing. And let's be honest, there's a 50% chance this thing's going to go south. But you tell you what, there's a 100% chance your man's still going to like the ring that you told him to buy. <laughs> Sorry, honey, but at least I got my ring. It's amazing. <laughs> a reminder of what he lost. Yes.
To order your Manly Band and get a 20% off plus a free silicone ring, go to manlybands.com slash V-I-A-L-L and enter promo code V-I-A-L-L. That's manlybands.com slash V-I-A-L-L, code V-I-A-L-L for 20% off. Manly Bands, the best damn rings, period. But like, I keep trying to go about it as like, I'm like dropping the handkerchief of like, I want you to make the move. Like, come on, make the move. And he doesn't. <laughs> okay. So you're dropping hints that you want him to make a move. So maybe he's just not a guy who picks up on hints. You are capable of just telling him what you want. I know. And if you want a guy who doesn't need to be like really, really pushed, really, really hard to make a move, then you already know that maybe he's not your guy. Just maybe as some hot guy who used to, you know, be roommates with a guy you used to date. You know, maybe you're getting the answers you already need without having to met him. That's possible. But if you do want to meet him, and that's okay if you do, then it might require you to just go ahead and be direct. Yeah. It's also possible that, like, he just likes sexting with girls. And maybe he doesn't want to really meet with you. I don't know. It does seem weird. I would agree with you. That seems odd. Yeah. But nevertheless, that's what he's doing. Sometimes, like, we'll have, like, serious conversations over over Snapchat. Like, Why haven't um, you said to him without calling him weird, saying, listen, <laughs> instead of saying he's weird, say, obviously, you know, I, I enjoy talking to you. I don't talk to people on a regular basis that I, I don't enjoy talking to, but I do want to get to know you better. And so I would like to meet up with you. Are you down for doing that? Because I'm down. I would like to see where this goes. I'd like to get to know you more, but I don't want to keep having serious conversations like this with someone I haven't met yet. Make it about what you want. Don't make it. I think I'm scared to like compromise like our like friendship. Well, you're going to have to make some compromises here. You're going to have to make some choices. You're already sexing with the guys. He's not your friend. He's a a guy. He's a roommate that you, you know him because you, you used to date his roommate. That's how you know him. And you guys were like cool with each other. And clearly while you were dating his roommate, you thought he was hot and he thought you were hot and you guys just didn't do anything about it because, you know, you had a boyfriend and now you're, he's no longer his roommate. And you don't even know if they're friends. Maybe they were just roommates. And and now you're not dating this guy. And now you guys are like exploring this like attraction you guys have. And you just need to put it out there. You're not, he's not your home homeboy. He's not your friend. He's, he's just, he's not your pal. It's not your confidant. That's the other part to it is like maybe he's not making a move because he's like friends with him still. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Neither do I. You know, it's a great way to find out. Ask. But I don't want to ask. Like, what if I'm like planting a seed in his head? (laughs) You know what? Or like, ah! You you can't make him be a direct person, you know? Yeah. Why can't you do it? I... Do you consider yourself to be a strong, independent woman? I have like... I have been that way in the past and I feel like it's bit me in the butt by like, just like going after it because then I like have to continue to be that way throughout the whole relationship. And I want like an equal partnership throughout the whole thing. Well, maybe you need to like listen to yourself and maybe it didn't, you know, bite you in the butt ass, so to speak. Maybe you putting out what you wanted, you actually got the answer that you needed, not necessarily you wanted. And the answer was like, they just didn't want to give to you what you demanded and expected. Like you set your boundaries. This is what I want in a relationship. And this is the guy, the guy I'm looking for. And they were like, not me, which sucked to hear, 
but that's what you want. It doesn't bite you in the ass. It just makes it little. It's it's it's, like, it's more like cold water splashing your face. It stings a little bit. Yeah. You know, but it doesn't mean it was the wrong answer. And I don't think you should like go back on that. There's a difference between putting out what you want and just be like, these are the standards I have, and you know, being a nag or difficult or a pain in the ass. Like, you know, there's a difference. And don't yeah, feel guilty. Just be like, this is the type of guy I want. I'm, I'm going to stop. I'm going to start being less direct. I'm going to start being more passive aggressive so that I can continue <laughs> hanging out with guys that, you know, might not really like who I really am. So I'm going to not be myself and I'm going to be like a, a, a version of myself just so I can keep texting with a guy all while still being totally confused and not getting what I want. That's so true. I just need to like be confident in who I am and, there's a really strong chance this guy just likes sexting with you and yeah. and you're right maybe feels some guilt about hanging out with you because maybe he is still friends either way you know just put it out there do you want to date yeah. a guy who's not ma emotionally mature enough to have a conversation about the awkwardness that is the dynamic of your relationship no yeah exactly <laughs> You know, you might not be doing something wrong, but like if you guys truly are a potential great match, right, then yeah. he'll just have to get over it, his relationship with his roommate or, you know, whatever. And yeah. and and if if it's not that, if he just wants to have sex with you, then maybe he needs to be like, you know what, I, I should just not be sexting and have sex with the girl because my friendship matters more to me and I just need to move on. But what you are doing right now is just wasting both of your time. And you are just you're just as guilty at the moment because you're you're being as passive aggressive as he are. Yeah, I'm just playing into it. Yeah. You're not being direct. You know. Yeah. Being passive aggressive while calling him weird is not being direct. <sighs> uh, you're so right. You're always right, and it pisses me off, it's Nick. Okay. All right. So what are we what are I we gonna do it. when we get off the phone? Next time he reaches I out to you. Yeah, well, first of all, I'm not going to Snapchat him. I'm just going to text him. And I'm just going to be direct about it. Okay. And again, I'm not giving you permission to just like sound difficult and, and be aggressive. Just be direct. You can be really kind yeah. and direct at the same time. You can, you're going to, it requires you to be a little vulnerable here. And that's a hard time people have when they're direct because they want to put a guard up. It's just like, well, I don't fucking care what you want and I don't really care about this, but this is what I want. And if you don't, if you don't want it, I don't want it either. Like, well, who the fuck wants to do hang out with that person? It's going to require you to be somewhat vulnerable. And that is, I like, I like what we have, the little bit we do have. But here's what I don't like, and here's what I would, would like. Are you willing okay. to do that? And you're going to have to sound like you might be sad if you don't get what you want. And that will be okay, and you'll survive. But if you say it in a way that makes it sound like you don't give a shit, and you're just kind of like, no one likes that person. I don't fucking care what you say, but this is what I want. So, like, fuck you. What do you want? You gonna give me what I want? Like, no one wants that. Yeah. That makes sense. Because we we do yeah. that a lot. We pretend we don't give a shit, and we just sound like a dick or a bitch or whatever. Yeah. You just like completely read me too. Yeah. I could tell that's what you're gonna do, but like, just so you know, <laughs> I'm only texting. It's like, well, fuck. I mean, like. Well, it's irritating to be on Snapchat. It I get is. it, but you have to be a little bit vulnerable. Yeah. And direct at the same time. This is what I would like. I hope you're willing to give it to me because you know what? Here's why I like it. Because you are, you seem like a cool guy. I enjoy what we have, but I am not okay with X, Y, or Z. So if you like me enough 
I'd like this. And by the way, I don't want to keep doing this if we're not going to get together. Have you even discussed his relationship with your roommate? Are you guys just pretend that's not a thing? No. I mean, okay, so we all went on spring break together like my sophomore year of college. How long ago was that? Seven years? Six years? I was like 19. Yeah, okay, six years ago. Like a long time ago. So the answer to that question is no, you haven't really had a mature conversation about... No, we have not had a mature conversation. We talked about how he climbed into bed with me naked. That's what we talked about. He's in, you've, you've been in bed naked with uh, this guy? Accidentally, yes. A long story. Okay. Well, so there's some sexual tension there. Maybe you guys... Okay, so why don't you have a conversation about the elephant in the room? About my ex? Yeah. Do you even know how close he is with this guy, your ex? No. Well, you should probably find out. Oh, yeah. I should. I just... Like, I don't care... It's like a hard boundary to like find because it was a real messy breakup and I don't want this guy to think that I care still about my ex and I don't want Listen, if this is a guy here still, I don't know. Listen, he's your ex and you can be over it and indifferent but still like acknowledge that he is someone you did care about. And you yeah. can acknowledge that, like, you know that you they were friends and you know, you don't even know how close he is with this guy. That's like, it's like, hey, I don't know. Is it weird for you? You don't have to act like you care. You'd be like, hey, can I just ask you a question? And I know we've probably have both been one in the same thing. But like, do you still talk to Mark? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're so good friends. Oh, does that is that weird for you? I'm like, I, I just want to like you, you know, we're broken up and we're fine, but you're still friends. So like. How do you feel about that? What, how does that make you sound like you still care? That's true. I've been way overthinking it. And if he's just like, I don't know, I don't really talk to the guy. We had a falling out. Oh, end of story. We can move on. But there is a reason why he's not hanging out with you. If, if he likes sexing with you, most guys are into having sex with women they find attractive. You know, so like there's a good yeah. chance he does still talk to him. But then you can talk about it. But listen, I, it does. it's not weird to me if it's not weird to you. But at the same time, if it is weird to you, then maybe we shouldn't keep doing this. Because I don't yeah. want, you know, but you, you are avoiding conversations for a direct person. I am. I, yeah, it's just like that one conversation has been like looming over me. And I don't like I've been scared to bring it up because I don't want to like plant that seed in his head. Plant what or, seed? Or like. That you select? I don't know. Like, I know that he knows I'm his like roommate's ex. Exactly. Like, but you but like <laughs> acknowledging that someone was your boyfriend does not mean you're still in love with them. Yeah. You know, you don't have to literally act like they don't exist. In fact, the fact you haven't brought it up, you could argue makes it sound like you do care as much as anyone because you're avoiding the topic. And we have a hard time of talking about things we care about. Yeah. So it would make sense for you to just be like, hey, hey, do you still talk to that person? You're right. I don't I have nothing else to say besides you're right. All right. Well, good luck. It's <sighs> a good chance he's not your guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, he's probably not. It's I fine, just... but have some fun. But just don't make it more confusing than it needs to be. And you never know. Okay. You both are, it sounds like you're both not great communicators. You're both a little immature when it comes to communicating about your feelings and emotions. And you both like pretending that things don't matter when they do. And you're both afraid yeah. of being vulnerable. So someone I'm has very to. very afraid of being vulnerable. Yeah. Like very. <laughs> well, you should probably work on that.
you know, on your own and uh, you'll, you'll figure it out. Getting hurt won't kill you. <sighs> okay. <laughs> You're just probably really used to being liked most of your life. I think you've mostly had a successful dating life. You've you've you're used to being sought after, but not necessarily always got what you want. I don't think that's true. No. Well, what, no. why do you think that you are afraid of being vulnerable? Um, because I was almost in, I had an almost engagement to that guy. Yeah. What's an almost engagement? I mean, like we went shopping for engagement rings. Okay. One month, and then the next month it was over. Like for, and I never knew why, and so then just like. Do you know why so, now? No. I never knew why. So I just like came up, like I like told myself reasons why and then like. You have no idea why. You were happy with no. everything. Everything was amazing. Yeah. Really? Everything? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you, you don't know um, what he's doing now? I like have friends, like we still have like mutual friends and like. None of the mutual friends know why either. How long like, ago was this? Like three years ago. Are you over it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you care no, like, why? I told, um, no. I've kind of like told myself that um, he like put up a front. This is like how I've like gotten myself over it. Is that like he had to have like put up a front for me because like when I was dating him. Um, like his family members told me that, um, like, oh my gosh, you've made him so much of a better person. Like he definitely like wasn't like this before. And so like, I've told myself that like, he wasn't the type of person outside of our relationship that he was inside of our relationship. And so that's kind of what I've like come to the conclusion with myself and that he wasn't like, if he wasn't that like person truly, then it wasn't the person I wanted to marry. Yeah. I mean. It doesn't really matter. It's also possible, and this thing sometimes, but it could be true that he just decided he didn't. Yeah, like that he you. didn't like. Yeah, he wasn't like in love with me. So. And I, my, my guess is that's probably why you're afraid of being vulnerable because there's always that part of you, us, that wonders of like, well, maybe they just didn't like me. Yeah. But he never heard it from you, and and you, you're like, well, I, I, I think I'll, I've thought of this reason, I've thought of this reason, and you, there's that like, in the back of your mind, and that's okay. There's a lot of people who don't like us. Yeah. So, but communicate with this other guy. And uh, also, maybe just consider the possibility is just not date someone who used to be his roommate. Because he did hurt you. And, you know, that, that might be scratching. You could be healed, but mm -hmm. it could maybe trigger some things for you that you don't need to bother with. For sure. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Best Sounds of luck. Good. You'll be great. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. What's your name? I'm Lindsay, and I'm 30. Hi, Lindsay. How can I help? So uh, just a little bit of a backstory, I guess, that I have to lead with. Um, back in July 2020, during the pandemic, my partner uh, passed away in my arms from an asthma attack. I'm and so that's, very sorry. Yeah, it's okay. I, I know it's very traumatic and you know devastating, of course, but... I do the best to try to kind of, you know, look at the silver lining of things and stay positive. Um, but that kind of leads me to my next point, which is, you know, that it's been very difficult for me to kind of navigate my sexuality and being a very sexual person after that. You know, it's the longest that I've been single now 
for the last decade, pretty much. And six months, part, seven months, eight months. What, what month is six it? Six months. Yeah, six it's months. been six okay. months. All right. Um, and in, in turn, that's also been the longest that I've gone without having sex since actually I lost my virginity, really. Um, and that, I guess, stopped on Halloween when I had sex with um, my friend. And he actually happens to be one of my partner's good friends. The thing, the caveat, though, I guess that you could say is that we had a relationship, not a not a like romantic relationship, but we had a sexual relationship for the last maybe decade kind of on and off. So before, it's not as though I just before your partner. Right. Right. Before I got together with my partner. Gotcha. So it's not really like I just kind of like had sex with my partner's friend. You know, it's like we had a thing established before that. Okay. Um, regardless. So, you know, hit, I've just, it's been kind of a, a nice situation because I would like to have sex with someone, but I'm not looking for a romantic relationship by any means right now. And I'm kind of picky and I also don't really like online dating. So it's kind of hard to find someone else to, I guess, do those things with. So to me, it seems like that would be the best scenario. And it seems like that would be the best scenario for him too, because he's kind of in, you know, a similar situation where he's not really like looking for anyone. And so this kind of friends with benefits situation seems like it could be beneficial for both of us. And I guess I'm just kind of uh, confused because it's about two weeks after Halloween when we first had sex again, he, he texted me and he was like, you know, hey, you know, you should come over tonight. And I was like, no, it's getting kind of late, but maybe by the way, he lives like 40 minutes away. He used to live in town, but he moved away. I'm like 40 minutes away. So it's not like I can just go over there in five minutes. Um, and you know, he was like, yeah, what can I do to convince you to come over? Like, you know, sending me dick pics, like sexting me all these things. And so I told him I'd come over and I guess I was under the assumption that like when I was driving over there that we'd have sex that night. And when I got there, he acted as though like we didn't have that text conversation. Like I was texting the wrong person pretty much. Okay. And, and, you know, we're friends and we can hang out and just shoot the shit like normal. And so that's pretty much what we did. And, you know, the next day I continued to hang out with him. And then we briefly had, well, we had sex in the shower because his um, heater in his apartment had kind of crapped out. So he basically offered the invitation to shower with him. Okay. And even still in the shower, he was very, he just, he has this attitude of like, we're going to kind of pretend this isn't happening right now. Like it's, that I don't know sex. if I can. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's almost like he's acting like this isn't happening, but we're going to do this really quick and then never talk about it again. Okay. We, so we briefly had sex in the shower and then, you know, afterwards we were hanging out a bunch and he was kind of just doing this thing where he was like, I could, you know, I, I, I read energy pretty well and I could tell that he was like doing whatever he could to like kind of avoid sitting next to me and was just seemingly kind of uncomfortable and awkward. So I brought the subject up to him. You know, I eventually just kind of confronted him and said, you know, I'm kind of frustrated. You know, it seems like last night you were texting me all these things and then I get here and it's a completely different vibe. And I don't know what that's about. And he freaked out immediately and was like, you're completely out of line and completely out of pocket. And I can't believe you'd even say that. And like, you have no, like, you don't know, like, that's not at all how it is. Like, what'd you say uh, to him to set him off? 
just I I guess I, I just said that I was frustrated and that it seemed like well you know the thing that I said that set him off and I can understand this because it kind of sounds masculine as I said you talk a big game over text message okay <laughs> um but I mean that's just the, the truth of the situation is that he was you know so and, what's uh, your what's your question so basically my question is just whether or not like you think that I should try and like move on i mean i'm not looking for anything with this guy and i told him that or if i should just like continue to try and like work through things with him like we're still friends we've hung out since then okay well, um, what then so what do you it's it seems unclear hearing your story that you're not entirely sure what you want right well, you, you I, say that you know you want this friends with benefits and you're not looking for a relationship but right regardless of who's right or who's wrong in this argument like you you have expectations of him Right. right and, my that, and, and which are more than just sex, because you at least want him to, you know, which is fine. You're you have the right to want that, but it's not what you say you want. Right. It's not just a friends with benefits. Well, what makes you think that? Because you want to connect with him. You don't want you want him to not be you want his energy to be a certain way. Like you said, you're not just showing up, having sex, taking a shower and leaving like you you know, that's that's what a friends with benefit is. And that's OK not to have it, but it's a little bit you're live you're trying to live in the gray. You want at least some expectations. You want at least some validation, some emotional connection or whatever it is. It's not just, you know, the physical act because sure, you, know, you, you, you had sex, you know, and he maybe he sends some dicks pictures at his convenience. And like, that's where it can get messy. So like if it's OK, if you don't want just friends with benefits. Right. You know, and I don't I actually don't like I really don't want a relationship with him at all. Um, and, you know, I can understand how it could come off that way, especially. And I, you know, I, I cleared this up with him. I wrote an email to him after this had happened and was like, you know, I, I know that I came off like, you know, saying like, why didn't you sit next to me? Sounds like I am hurt or like, you know, I want your attention. And it's not necessarily that. It's just that I wanted to be able to make a move on you. And okay. I felt like I couldn't really do that. Like, that was the main reason that I wanted like. Well, sure. But then, and then if you are like, if you have a. A, a friends with benefits relationship that maybe he's just not in the mood or whatever, you know, like that's the thing is it looks, it sounds like to me that while you may not want him to be your boyfriend, you want a little bit more than just a fuck buddy, right? You want it's some when, when you need or want the comfort, like a relation, a romantic relationship dating someone when you have this kind of, you know, you understand each other's love languages and when they're upset or when they're mad or when you need to know to back off or push them. That's part of a relationship. You know, that's, right. you know, and I get that. Right? right. But this you're saying, like, I just this is some guy I have sex with, you know, you know, I, I guess I feel like maybe it's a little different because like we've had we've like established this kind of friendship where we hang out for like very long, like, you know, a couple yeah. days. On end I, and like, you know, he doesn't live like he doesn't live very close. So it's like. It's not really like I can just bang and leave, you know, in 20 minutes. What I think you should do is I think you need to get better at expanding your comfort zone. I think you have found the the most ideal person right. in your very small comfort zone and circle to have uh, just sex with. But right. he's not just somebody. He's a friend. And it's just hard. You're trying to like right. have two different types of relationship with this guy. And you right. are now realizing that that's difficult to do. So right. if you want a fuck buddy, go find a fuck buddy that wasn't a friend with your past partner or even forget about that. Some guy you didn't know before. He's just some guy like you enjoy looking at and you enjoy his dick. 
And that you don't really want anything else other than that. You don't need to like you come and go as you please. You, you're not friends. You don't sometimes just be friends and sometimes have sex. It's confusing for anyone, including right. yourself and him. And he's just like, trust me, he's just like, what the fuck does she want from? I don't know. Like, we're not dating. You know, right. he, he's probably I guarantee he's a guy. He's just more simple. It's just like, I, listen, are we dating or are we not? Because if we're not dating, then leave me the fuck alone. Right. You know, that's probably what he's yeah. thinking. I know you don't like dating apps, but doesn't mean you shouldn't use them. You know, I mean, like, I've, tr- <laughs> I've tried using them. I, I downloaded Tinder and I've tried it. I just I don't I don't connect with someone over a screen. I just can't get like it just no, doesn't. No normal can. But that's the start. So you you connect over a screen. You have a conversation. You go on an uncomfortable date and then you find out if you like you got comfortable. Like right. there is a discomfort in dating. Like you right. don't get to like meet someone and be like, I feel like I've known you forever without like the process, the buildup. It takes some work. Right. You know? Yeah. I guess that's true. Unless you only just want to limit your options for the rest of your life to the people that like, you know, you happen to meet through normal certain circumstances. You know, I think that the, I think the reason that I'm kind of skeptical of, you know, finding someone new is that I've had this tendency of, you know, of being kind of all in or all out where like if I start to like someone like I don't I'm I'm scared of liking someone and then liking them too much sure which and is then, like I don't know, maybe sounds to me like that's maybe you do like them more than you want to admit you're just scared to say it because you don't know how he feels back I don't know have do you feel like you fully process the death of your partner um yeah I mean I feel like I I feel like I have but at the same time I also don't want to be in a relationship right now okay like, I just, have you have you done any therapy since your partner yeah I, I have I definitely I do therapy that's yeah. like a pretty traumatic thing to have someone right absolutely die in your arms. absolutely yeah absolutely and I mean like you know I know I don't take that lightly at all um but yeah I mean I like that's the thing is that I'm not I'm not ready for you know anything like romantic I don't want like I'm not completely over it yet yeah by any and means. that's okay and even right. though you're like this is the longest drought I have is sex doesn't make it a bad thing Right. No, of course. Just because you're of used course. to doing something doesn't mean you maybe maybe a break is good. Right. You know, like. Right. You can be a sexual person and still take a time out. You know, that makes right. it exciting, you know, and don't feel Absolutely. like you have to, like, scratch that itch every time you need. Right. You know, right. so I think it would be really important for you to really focus on, you know, processing the loss that you have and the grieve. And even if, and, and it's, I, I feel like it's common and I, and I thankfully haven't experienced any real loss like that, but I assume people don't like to feel pain and hurt. So they try to avoid it and they try to even tell themselves they're over it and they try to prove things to themselves. You don't have to prove anyone, anything to anyone and you don't have to prove it to yourself. So it's okay to be like, you know, I'm just not there yet. But right, right. now this sounds like a very complicated situation. And, 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 I wouldn't be blown away if maybe you like him a little more than you even want to admit, you know, I don't know, but you know, I'm attracted to him and they're like, I, I guess I just process things in a weird way where I like look at them very objectively and sure. But like, what if he surprised you out of nowhere and said that he has feelings for you? And- right. I, I don't thought about that. And like, honestly, I, I would be really hesitant and I would be really skeptical even if like what hesitant and skeptical about what whether he means it or how you're feeling because that's how it reads to me it sounds like what you wouldn't believe is that he means it and you would be scared to get hurt that's what it sounds no it's not it's not that i would be skeptical of his feelings it's that i'd be skeptical of moving forward from there i i don't think like i wouldn't want to be in a relationship with him he's not a good partner he's cheated on all his past partners he's not a good boyfriend he's just not he's very hot and cold he's very like but if he wasn't would you um 
possibly, but that's not him, you know, like that's no, I know. I'm just saying, but that's why maybe you like there's an attraction there past like just a fuck buddy. And it just sounds like you're fucking with yourself. I mean, you, you, I think you're choosing a complicated situation and you're trying to simplify it and it's hard sure. to do. And that's why you feel confused and it's complicated because it is a complicated situation. Right. right. You're just downplaying it. Just because you're downplaying it doesn't mean you're uncomplicating it. No, I mean, I know that it's complicated as fuck. It's just like, well, yeah. I, I guess I'm okay. With, I'm okay with like it being exactly how it is. You know, like I'm okay with it. I don't think you are. Okay. <laughs> that's why we're on the phone and that's okay yeah. to admit, right? Like you probably have some good sex with this guy, but I just think maybe you need to take a breath, you know, and consider the possibility that this is a complicated situation. That's never going to get much easier. And if you right. want easier, if you right. want more simple, if you want clearer expectations for yourself and whoever you're having sex with, he might not be the guy. Right. If you're okay with complicated, fine. It doesn't sound like you are because, you know, who likes complicated to a point? Right. And maybe it's fun and dramatic at first, but this sounds a little exhausting and confusing and you don't like wondering why he's acting a certain way. And in that yeah, moment, you're sitting on the couch next to him and you feel like he doesn't want to like connect with you or you can't make a move. It feels awkward and silly and like, you know, right. What am I very much so like I'm very direct and I'm very, you know, yeah. upfront and honest and he's not that way at all. And like, that's just our so communication. Why would you choose if a goal is a casual relationship that you can just kind of unwind and get a little bit of sex to like satisfy like your desires to have sex because like it helps relax you and helps you with your energy? Why would you choose a situation that uh, creates more anxiety rather than reduces it? Well, because I mean, the the sex part is great, and like that when it when it is that, it's it's just fine. Like it there's no problem. Fine, but it comes with a price, right? Right, right. I'm I just, mean, it, you're choosing a complicated situation. But here's the thing: is I feel like it doesn't have to come with a price, and I feel like he's <laughs> it does with him. It does. Okay, yeah. You are being stubborn right now and saying I think I can change him. You're not actually. That's what you're saying. You're I can no, change the situation. But this I'm is not who he is. To say that. Right. I, I, right. But I'm, I think that he I'm trying to say to him, it doesn't have to be so complicated, you know, like. <laughs> sure. I mean, it doesn't have to be, you know, and I don't you know, the people, uh, the girls I've dated in the past didn't have to have their personalities. But that's is that's who they were. Right. That's right. who he is. Some right. people aren't the right fits. Right? right. Of course, he could be a different person. Of course. Right. You know, that's like saying, I mean, I don't know. You know, it's like anything's possible, but right. this is not who he is and it's not likely how he's going to be. Don't fit a square into a circle, pretty much. Yeah. 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 If he wasn't a cheater, he maybe make a great boyfriend. But that's what he did. Right. You know, yeah. and I think you need to accept who he is in the situation you have found yourself to be in right. and then make decisions on that. What the reality of it, not what you right. think it could be. And I think you are being a little stubborn with that. I guess my problem is that I just don't want to let go of the scenario because it's so, I guess, comfortable and ideal for me. And I guess I don't want to get out of my comfort zone. Yeah, that some part of it is comfortable. Some part is is not. And and right. you, what you are choosing is this discomfort over this, the discomfort of dating apps and meeting someone new. Right. So don't call it easy versus, you know, it's it's one discomfort versus another. And you're weighing this discomfort is easier for you to accept than something right. completely new because at least you're getting some good sex. Right. I would argue that if you can get through the discomfort of like this, the dating and finding someone new, you could either have someone you actually want to date or you can find a fuck buddy that is really a fuck buddy. 
Yeah, I think that's harder to do than and and but I my sense is that you just there's a wall up you have you have you know this desire for a fuck buddy has more to do with some issues that maybe you know we all have that you might want to work through the um because it sounds to me like if if all things being equal if you could have the same sex that you have with him with a guy that you trusted that you think would faith was faithful that you wouldn't just have a fuck buddy you would just date. Yeah, you know? absolutely. But it's I guess for me it's just like I. I don't really think that I could like I it, there's so much gamble when it comes to online dating. There's so much gamble when it comes to finding a new sex partner. Yeah, life's so a gamble. gamble. Yeah. But you yeah. you take in these interactions and you get better at you know, as you date more and more and different people, you get better at n- better at noticing red flags. You're like, "You know what? Eh, this seems like a bigger risk than another risk." Like, you know, the red flag of dating someone who has only ch- cheated on their partner so you're like well i'm probably not going to invest more time in a guy who has a bad track record you know you're you're young you're gonna swing and miss a few times but you have to swing to see if you can you know find the person what you know pretty confidently is this guy is just sex right and i guess that's the thing is that i feel comfortable with that because we both know that it's not going that there's like a you know wall at a certain point where it can't go past a certain level and maybe with a different person i guess i'd feel like that would that would be broached really fast. Stop calling it comfortable. It's it's a discomfort you're willing to accept. Okay, what's well, a discomfort I'm willing to accept? Yeah, you know. But at least that's at least you're being honest with the situation. Yeah. And in that way, when you consider the alternative, it's not choosing discomfort over comfort because this isn't comfortable. Right. And yeah, I. Yeah, just choosing. It's just using something familiar, I guess. Yes. So I would challenge yourself to maybe choose things that are also maybe uncomfortable, but and not familiar because sometimes the unfamiliar can be great and new and exciting things that turn into comfort. Okay. Uh, but take the time to grieve and heal and, 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 and don't be afraid to still do that. And it sounds like, you know, maybe, you know, you need some, to heal a little bit more and that's okay. I would, would, yeah, would I would think I would need to if I were in yeah. your position. So. Um, and then there is this added layer that, you know, he was friends and, and maybe that, comp, you know, maybe there's things he's dealing with too. You don't know. This is a, right. This is a yeah, very I mean, complicated messing situation. So you should stop calling it comfortable <laughs> just okay. because you're getting laid. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I appreciate your help. All right. Um, all right. All right. Take care. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. How's it going? All right. It's going. What's your name? I'm Caitlin, and I'm 30. Hi, Caitlin. How can I help? All right. Well, I have somewhat of a family predicament going on, and a lot of people might be able to relate to this this day and age. So starting from the beginning, I had a super normal upbringing. I'm the youngest of three, and I'm the only girl, so I was the baby girl, so always like deemed as the favorite. Um, And over the past couple of years, I've kind of become the black sheep in the family, which is really unfortunate because... You know, family's always been really important to me, but I've really grown apart from a lot of my family because my views don't align with those of the rest of my family members at all whatsoever. And I know that this has been kind of a common occurrence to a lot like of families over the... all your views across the board? Um, I mean, not absolutely everything. Like, we still have kind of the same, like, morals and values and things like that, but it's, it's kind of important, point. right? Yeah, yeah but it's mostly... That. <laughs> yeah, that is important. Okay. But it's mostly in like the political realm of things. Okay. Um, both of my parents are from the deep south and I was raised in a small town in Texas. 
And most people who grew up where I grew up stay there, which is totally fine. That's just not something that I wanted to do. And so I moved off and I feel like I, you know, have had a lot of different views of the world that some people haven't been able to see. And because of that, a lot of my views, particularly political and, and things like that, have shifted over the years. Okay. Um, and so I just don't really know how to deal with my family and particularly my parents. I don't even talk to my brother who's closest in age to me anymore um, because of all of this stuff that has gone down. But I just... I mean, it's not things like this aren't often brought up in person. Like when we're all together, like we can usually be cordial, but everything always comes back around to Facebook. So I feel Facebook? like I have to. <laughs> yes, I hate Facebook. Who's, I feel like who, I, who starts? Like, so let me ask when you guys get together yeah. and you are cordial and, and they're just like, hi, you're my mom or brother and I love you guys and it's good to see you. And, and oh, by the way, we generally have the same morals and understanding like who's the one who eventually after you know a couple beers or four hours of boredom like brings up the difference in opinions that will ultimately lead to fights um i mean honestly it could be any one of us but it's usually but you are also guilty are you or i'm i'm definitely guilty we're all very uh, hard-headed okay well there you go all right (laughs) so we have a lot of similarities there but i usually try to avoid it especially whenever it comes to like being around each other for holidays because my mom's always been like, okay, well, you know, if you say something, she will, she will leave. And so we usually try to avoid it. But my biggest issue is with the things that my mom posts on the internet. Okay. And so I'll message my mom and be like, Hey, could you please not say anything about, you know, things going on in the world right now? Or like posts, like, for example, conspiracy theories. Not necessarily conspiracy theories, but like gung ho Trump twenty twenty type of stuff. Okay, um, <laughs> I'll just throw it out there. And instead of her just being like, you know what, I respect your opinion. Like you're not posting about it, I won't post about it either. She'll be like, why are you getting so offended about that? And the big thing is, she's friends with a lot of my friends on Facebook because growing up, they she has always been like a second mom to all of my friends, and mm-hmm. they've always loved her. Obviously, these past few years have been very heated across the board. And so she'll post something and I'll be like, you know, for example, one of my best friends is a gay immigrant. Okay. He was in my wedding. Okay. And I'm like, you do realize that some of the things that you're saying is completely, you know, disregarding his existence. You are you, are you saying just her general support for the candidate or is she specifically saying things that come across as ignorant? she's uh, it's very ignorant stuff like she'll repost things that will have the little flag that says this has been deemed as false information you know but like about the election per se but i'm talking about your friend right i'm saying Mm -hmm. has she specifically said something that say would be would sound ignorant say towards immigrants or gay people has your mom specifically uh other than like i you know you know what i'm saying yeah, I know what you're saying. So not specifically, except for there's been a couple of things about like border issues that she has mentioned. And I'm okay. like, I don't think you really understand how this, you know, indirectly, but directly impacts the people around me, which in turn makes you look like Did- a bad person. Okay. And she's a really good person. And that's where that's the, where I'm having this internal battle is that I know that she is an amazing person. She's done absolutely everything for me and all of my friends growing up. 
And it's just become really difficult. And it makes me want to not be around her and what makes other people not want to be around her when she's being this way. And I don't know what's the best way to go about saying like, could you just be like a decent human and not say anything so that way we can all get along essentially. Well, listen, listen, obviously this is probably very relatable to a lot of people and it's a tough conversation to have. Right. Um, even me here, like thinking about how I want to answer your question. It's just like, Oh, you know, already um, it's, it's, it seems hard to do without frustrating somebody. Right. It's, we do have a very divisive country when it comes to political stuff, but the the thing is, when it comes to family, you know, um, you you're gonna have to find some sort of middle ground, right? We are we are dealing with a climate that likes to live on the edges of the extremes, right? At least that's the thing. It's it's what it feels like, especially on the internet, right? Uh, the loudest people seem to be have the most extreme thoughts uh, on on both sides. But let's focus on the immediate problem, and that is your relationship with your mother and your family. When you say you're you're not talking to your brother or your your relationship with your mother seems to be going south, so to speak. You it, yourself have to try to find a common ground. I mean, when it comes to this stuff, like it's not going to like when your brother says things to you, clearly he's not changing your mind. You get defensive and you get angry and mad and sometimes leave and vice versa. That's he's having the same your mom and your brother has the same reaction to you. Right. Especially the people like that you love and you say you have the same moral you know, compass and understanding. I'm I, without knowing your mom. I'm pretty sure that what, what she's putting up there and what she's saying, she believes that it's righteous. Right. That she believes that it's right. She believes that. Whether she's misinformed or not, you know, that's what she believes, right? You telling her she's stupid or saying that what she's, you know what I'm saying? Or sound like whether it's directly or condescendingly or passive aggressively is never going to find a common ground. You will only like push each other away. So if your goal is to try to find this common ground with your mother, you have to uh, figure out a different way to communicate with her, right? Now, in these types of situations, it's always a long game. Like, has anyone ever, and I'm going to ask, it's rhetorical, but have you ever had a conversation with someone who had a different political opinion than yours and you just, like, yelled out your opinion and they were like, oh, my God, that's so clear and I, you've totally changed my mind and now, like, I'm on yours. <laughs> has that ever happened? Never. Never, <laughs> right? So, why, and yet we continue to try to do it, all of us. We're all, we're all guilty of it. Now, it's... Seems if it feels like an impossible task with the world, but it, there is an opportunity here, at least with your family, like your mom, your immediate family, and it, it, it's it's mm -hmm. very hard. It's not easy, but like what you can try to do is, you know, you, you kind of have to Trojan horse it. You got to attack him from the inside, so to speak, and without bringing up politics and who she votes for. Does she have a relationship with your best friend who was in your wedding? Um, my my gay best friend. Your gay best friend who was an immigrant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he's always called her, you know, ma mama, her name. <laughs> yeah. Um, so and, and so it's you need to, you know, if, if, if this is a goal of yours, listen, a lot of ignorance in this world comes from just not knowing better. And, and you, you don't have to be a 12 year old to be ignorant and not know any better. You can be a 70 year old person or a 50 year old person or a 40 year old person. If you if you lived in a community surrounded by the same people with the same beliefs Right there. You're generally going to think the same and, and you'll you'll fight, you know, you'll you'll hear it. And, you, you know, it's like that sounds normal. I mean, I think about a lot of the things that I was taught and, and things I heard in my community community that I just it's like, yeah, OK, 
Totally. You hear it and then you, you, it sounds good enough. And then you echo it to someone else and it all seems normal and okay. And then you like, you leave your circle and then like you become like the reason you probably have these points of view is because of the friends that you've made. And you said you kind of, you know, moved outside of that circle and you learned a lot, right? Had you not, you might have never been in the place that you are. So you just need, if if this is a goal for your mother, whether you, you know, you think she should know better or not, introduce her to other points of view that aren't your own. You know how sometimes when you argue with your boyfriend or girlfriend and you like say the same thing over and over and like they never listen to you and then some fucking stranger comes out and echoes like like days later, like some advice to the to you or your boyfriend or and they take it and you're like, you know what this stranger said to me? And they said it such an articulate way that it finally made sense. You're like, I've fucking been saying that over and over, but they just tune you out because like you're just you. They just need to hear it from a fresh perspective, right? So I'm, what I'm saying is like, I think your mom just needs to really empathize and learn from people like your friend and get to know them on the human level and try to slowly understand. You may never get her to like vote your way, right? But you might over time get her to slowly see what her vote and what she says and what she posts represents, right? Mm -hmm. What it really, how it comes across. And it's not going to happen overnight. You know, it's really not. And it's probably not going to happen from you. It's going to happen from people that you might introduce her to that have other points of view so they can really see what it feels like to read some of the things that she posts and that she supports, especially when she's sitting down with people like your friend. She sees you and she's like, well, this is my daughter. And if it's okay for me, it's okay for her. You know, she sees you as a continuation of herself. Your friend, who's a very different life choices and comes from a different you know, background and uh, literally a different country and has a different sexual orientation. She doesn't really know them. You know, she hasn't, you know what I'm saying? Like really know them. Mm -hmm. And I think you just have to try to change the perspective on various topics that don't, you know, don't immediately bring up, you know, who she's voting for. You know, like every time you bring like a, a, a conversation around, say, sexual orientation or, or where your friends from or, or social issues, don't immediately be like, well, see, the person you vote for doesn't represent that because then they will immediately turn off what they're the focus on. Let them fo focus on the topics. Let them focus on what it really means, you know, and then let them be like, well, I guess, yeah, maybe, you know, like it's a slow process. People don't like change their beliefs overnight. You know, if you really want to do that, that's that's the best. That's probably that's the only way that I know of. Right. And. It is your family with people like, you know, that you're not friends with and, you know, you you don't want to get to know them and they have a different belief system. That's fine. You don't have, you know, you can ignore them. You can unfollow them. You can block them. Great. But this is your mom. So, yeah, that's uh, why I feel like I always need to, like, be monitoring. And so as far as, like, posting goes, like, yeah, she'll post a bunch of political stuff, but she just is an oversharer in general whenever it comes to social media. And so I don't know what the best way to go about being like, maybe you should not share well, all the you can't listen, I it's just it's just not gonna do you any good. If your so goal just let is, it be. if your goal is to <laughs> can get, you know, repair this relationship with your mom, telling her to stop posting things that she thinks are righteous, right or wrong, is not gonna help. You know, you can't tell her what to do, you know? She doesn't want to hear it from that's you. That's for sure. Um, and I'm not saying she's right or, you know, I'm just saying that's just not going to help. Right. Um, so yeah, mm -hmm. you're going to have to bite your tongue to a certain degree. Again, like you, 
you got to stop making it about the thing, like the politics of it all. And like you believe in what you believe because you believe like what she is posting represents a certain thing. Right. So focus on the thing that it's representing. You know, again, your friend, the immigrant friend who's gay, who has, you know, who you feel like, you know, she by doing and posting the things she does is marginalizing your friend and the things that he stands for. Focus on that. And don't immediately start being like, see, you know, this is why you're wrong. Just let her come, hopefully, to that realization over time on her own because she's going to continue to understand more and more other people's points of views and, and how they think and how they feel and how the world affects them when things happen, right? And have, him, have her continue to hear other people's stories, you know, you, ha you, you can't let your mom realize that you're trying to, con you know, you're trying to educate her on more worldviews, right? If she thinks that that's what you're trying to do, she'll, she'll tune you out. I'm thankful to have the family and the parents that I have that maybe it's because they had so many damn kids that, you know, more than half of them have uh, more progressive, right, points of view. And my parents haven't completely changed their perspective, but they have gotten a lot more open-minded through, like, learning through their kids. It's yeah. still a two, a two against one in your family. Unfortunately, you're, you're still outnumbered. But nonetheless, like, it wasn't because we told our parents they were stupid or wrong or, or et cetera, et cetera. It was that, mm -hmm. you know, they've met so many different types of people through, like, the, the people their friends, their, their kids have introduced them to, their other points of view and and uh and things like that it just kind of opened up their mind i mean i don't really expect her to ever really change her views it's just i mean you i just be, want her to you, see how she's coming off and i think that we need to have more in-person conversations as opposed to me texting her being like can you please not? Yeah, it's never you literally know? never gonna work <laughs> it's, yeah it's yeah. just so tough because we both get we all we both always get so heated because we're both so passionate about things and and it's just it's just not been a cute look. Yeah. Well, I mean, it can happen. I mean, it, it happened with my parents, but it, t it took time, you know, but telling them, made them, making them feel stupid and wrong <laughs> has never worked for anyone. You know, it doesn't work yeah. in relationships of any kind, whether it's romantic or your parents. It's allowing them to get the place on their own and, and introducing the new ideas. And, you know, that that's all you can really do. So. Yeah. I mean, that's a good reminder that I need to constantly tell myself. Like being right doesn't necessarily fix the family dynamic. And um, you, families can get together without always it being brought up. And yeah. if you could, you just do, do your part by over time slowly just trying to get them to kind of soften their point of view by introducing the new ideas. And that's really the only way it's gonna going to happen. But you know, being bitter or being just like them or arguing and, and acting like you're right and they're stupid, you know, like both sides do, is is never solved any problems. So you have to try to, at least with your mother and, you know, hopefully your brother, find a common ground. Yeah. Well, see, I don't even know when the next time I'm going to see my brother is because we're just like so opposite. We didn't even do holidays together this past year and so why, why don't we'll you why don't you text your brother out of nowhere that you uh, were thinking about him and that you love him and and well, leave, leave the conversation <laughs> you know and just 
You can. Do you love your brother? You know, you don't even have to like him, but you love him. God, it's tough. Uh, it's tough. <laughs> I know. But- I did. I did text him a couple of weeks ago because I wanted to try to mend things before Christmas. And I was blocked. So A for effort. He blocked. But- well, listen, you're going to have to kill him with kindness. Oh, God, it's tough. I understand <laughs> that. But it gets that mindset that, you know, is, is what has that divisiveness in families and in, in, in our world. Yeah. And uh, at some point, if we want to get it better, we're going to have to play the long game and, and have conversations about topics and not immediately translate it to what that means politically or voting and, and have making people feel stupid and, and things like that. Because like, you're a perfect example. It's like you are still a product of your, your family and what you were raised. So like you're not that different. You know what I'm saying? Like there are a lot of similarities, but somewhere along the line, you verged and found a new path and they stayed in the same path. But they're not, yeah. they're not incapable of finding a different path. Yeah. I mean, earlier you said that about if you would have stayed and that honestly scared the hell out of me because what if I did stay? I would probably yes. be exactly like that. But I'm yeah. just like, how can I get them to but, see the, but, but, the light? <laughs> but yeah, but that's what I'm saying is like people have to usually find them on their own. Sometimes you can, mm-hmm. you know, crack open a few doors or windows, but you can't push them through it. You know, they're going to have to you know through curiosity or or you know being introduced maybe you know open the door a little bit more but eventually they're the ones we actually have to go through it on their own because you know no one likes to be feel like they're forced into an environment they don't want to be in they're not receptive to it all right well that is a lot to think about really appreciate your help best of luck you're gonna have to you know it's okay to love your family even though you don't like them or disagree with them and i i would encourage you to let them know how much you love them and i would encourage you to stop fighting with them about things that you know you disagree on good tips and you know just stay off facebook <laughs> that'll be my number one all right okay yeah, i'm right, sure you're not you. i'm sure you're not the only one of your friends whose parents are posting things you, you, your friends group don't agree with oh yeah and thank god i have a, like a little um uh, a group like a support yeah. group of, of friends who have parents who do the same stupid shit. <laughs> yeah, but stop telling your parents that they're stupid. <laughs> okay. All right. You can do this over time. <laughs> Please, God. All right. Best of luck. Take care. All right. All thanks. Right. Bye-bye. Well, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, fun episode. Appreciate all the, the people calling in. Don't forget to send in your questions at asknickacastme.com, cast with a K. Follow us on social, all those fun things. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Check us out for the rest of the week. We'll be back recapping The Bachelor and having more fun and exciting guests. We will see you next time. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.